Welcome to the Fit to Talk podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening as we bring you meaningful, helpful, and accurate information and... Remind you that fitness doesn't have to be boring. Right now, you're listening to one of our talk episodes during which Bobby and I, well, we talk. Good. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> if you like what we do, then please leave us a review. Go on, do it. Sneak a little review in there. Sneak a little five stars in there. Ooh. You know, you know, it feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. Right, and on that note, let's cue the music. It's fit to talk. Can we ask people five stars? Can we ask them for ten, and then they can just review us twice? Oh, yeah, yeah, go on. Give us 10 stars. Get 10 stars. We'll take 10 stars. That means you have to log out of your Spotify account. Yeah. Log into a new Spotify <laughs> account. Yeah, we're going to need you to create multiple that, Spotify that you've accounts. made for this in order to just give us more stars. Just, we're hungry for stars. I've never been more star hungry. Just like the performing arts industry. Wow. Oh, we wow. went there. That was... Yeah, that was beautiful. I enjoyed it. While I give the audience some tea ASMR. Yeah, go for it. Some, of me drinking some black tea here, which yeah, is rogue. Because we've got no milk. Got no milk, rogue. Uh, would you mind whapping my head, headphones up? I was touch, just please? thinking the same thing. I feel very quiet in my headphones. So I'm going to turn both of us Ooh, I'm gonna up. Ooh, ASMR. Uh, that, that tea is the hottest tea I've had in a long time. <laughs> That's why I haven't sipped mine yet. It's so painfully hot. Yeah. Moving on. Do you want a joke? Yes, please. Uh, what do you call a person with no shins? I don't know. I think I do know. But I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out at the end. We'll find out at the end. I should say that, as always, this is one of the ones where uh, I was going to sleep and Maddie next to me was like, I've got a joke for the podcast. <laughs> did did, did Maddie think that she created this one? Well, yes. Okay, fine. Because there's that thing where either you've read it years yeah. and years ago and it pops back, which is possible. But often, if you just sit there and try and think of these things, uh, it's quite easy to come to you. So you have sort of invented it. It just already existed. It just already existed. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite often like, I, th I think I've invented Apple computers, but uh, they do already exist. So, oh, fantastically so. Yes. As we are basically sponsoring <laughs> Apple on this sat. thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you is yes. how are you, Bobby? How am I? How yeah. am I? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, are you sure? I don't know if I'm good. Yeah. I've been at a wedding this weekend. You have. I have. And let me tell you, I am tired post-wedding. Well, it was like a three-day event, wasn't it? It was a three-day event. And it was quite far away. And I had a, I had the best time. It was the most amazing wedding. But um, they're exhausting. Like, it, although I didn't, I didn't teach for three days... I feel like I taught for three days. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, and also, I, like, I don't drink, as we are well aware on this podcast. And that takes its toll because suddenly, like, you're there for, what, 10, 11, 12 hours, and you're like, I'm flagging. Everybody yeah. else is buzzing. Everybody yeah. else is going wild because they're necking back champagne. And I'm there like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to eat a pasty and go to bed. It's weird, isn't it? Because people... People go, oh, you're so boring when you don't drink. And you're like, no, 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 no. You're all feeling this tiredness. You're just consuming something that's making you ignore it. Yeah. And and so you're like, I'm actually genuinely really tired. And you're like, that is that is a bit boring. You're oh, like, yeah, yeah. I understand that that is a bit boring. But at the same time, I am tired. <laughs> I am legitimately tired. <laughs> um, but you know what? It was it was the most amazing weekend. Um, I love seeing my friend get married. It was a chance to kind of catch up with all my school friends, which was nice. 
um because i don't get to see them as much as i would like to um so yeah it was nice it was like it was what was weird sam was sam was there with me obviously and she was like you reverted back to like 15 16 year old you no and way. i was like yeah i think i did and what is 15 16 year old bobby like i don't know i like it, it, it it's so there's just like this like specific i hate to use this word but banter this specific kind of way that we all joke with each other that is so reminiscent of that time. It's a bit like it wasn't this, but it's a bit like, you know, you go back to things like your mum is funny. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. those kind of jokes, like the stupid jokes that we laughed at back in the day that yeah. are now I would never find would funny, weird. but yeah, but I still find funny when I'm with them. And because it's a callback as well, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's funny because you remember it being used previously rather than necessarily yeah. like if you heard it for the first time now. Yeah, we were reminiscing. What was nice is we were reminiscing about like the stupid shit we got up to as kids. <laughs> like the time my friend ate an entire rose. Like what? <laughs> like he was drunk in this bar in East London and just there was a rose in a vase on the side and he just picked it up and ate the entire thing. And what? why? For no apparent reason. <laughs> Literally, I, there was no, we didn't say you should eat that rose. He wasn't like, I'm going to eat that rose. He just went, picked it up, ate it. And we were like, what is going on? Now, your group of friends, are you all well? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're not. They, they, they're all very intelligent. Okay. They're all like spectacularly intelligent. Like some of them are like super geniuses. Because you'd already sold this group as perhaps not being. And I would, I would say this person who did the rose thing is the smartest of the lot. Maybe he thought this will give me good breath. He, um, he came top in physics out of the entire UK in his GCSEs. That's one of those really bizarre accolades that means nothing as an adult. <laughs> Beyond, yeah, if no, he's he, pursued physics further, then it's relevant. Yeah. But if he's like, oh, and he didn't, yeah, <laughs> then it's like, I could have been real good in physics. You're like, yeah, I could have been huh. fantastic in physics, but I'm not. Yeah, had <laughs> <laughs> all that potential. Yeah, see? all that potential. And what have I used? None of it. I think of that a lot about school. Like, I'm, I look back at school and it's like, I was quite, like, I was quite smart and I did quite well in quite a few exams, and I've put none of them to use. Nothing. Not a single one. Same. Same. I've, uh, we've discussed this personally, I think, a few mm. times. Though. Like, exams I found bizarrely easy, like, f annoyingly easy, easy. My sister hated me for it. She was literally like, <laughs> she just found it so irritating because yeah. I could just read a bunch of stuff the night before and process and regurgitate it and create an argument with it. And then two days later, I'd have forgotten it all. You're like, that with the system currently meant that you could just ace everything mm. and have no real trouble with it. Like, Love it. cool. The only thing that was slightly more tricky to do that with, with sorry, was math because you actually had to understand some yeah. of the principles. But that was fine. It just took a tiny bit longer than the two hours of revision I did for my A levels. So oh my like, god! And then you're like, okay, cool. And as you said, what have we done with that? Well, we have sung in front of people. We have, and we've pretended to be other people too. That is correct. So there's that. It would, I suppose, come in useful if we pretended to be a physicist. Yes, yes. I would understand one of the processes that, that would have started you off on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, I, when I was there at the, at the wedding, I, uh, my, weirdly, my old RE teacher was there. 
Okay. And I got chatting to her for ages and I was like, I didn't enjoy Ari in any way. <laughs> Did you say that to her? No. <laughs> no, not Hated I, your classes. I definitely couldn't say that to somebody whose entire life revolved around RE and teaching RE. Well, I don't know about you, your experience with this. Mine was that my RE teacher was an RE teacher because they were religious, mm. which meant that they just had a bias towards yeah. their own religion. And so, of course, we learned about, you know, five or six main religions across the, the globe in some detail, but they weren't particularly effective at hiding their bias. <laughs> And as somebody who uh, is not religious, mm. I, I really respect religion and I, I like some of the positive things that it can come, uh, come with. But don't present bias in no. this thing. Like your job as an RE teacher is not to try and convert people to your faith. Yeah. That's a priest or, or, yeah. or, or, or et cetera for whatever religion. Yeah, if you're teaching religious education, like that's exactly what you need to do, teach about religions. Yeah, or at least that's, that's what it is now. Perhaps yeah. 40 years ago it was you know, keep people Christian or Catholic yeah. or whatever. The, the, I don't even know. I have no idea what she ever taught us. I, it, I couldn't tell you a single thing that she taught me. You'll know about like Rama, Shiva and Vishnu because of nope. RE. No. Oh my God. It was fantastic. My, in fairness, my memory of that period of time is sketchy at best. It was the, the what I was taught was sketchy mm. at best. <laughs> That's what I've learned from like moving from small town <laughs> Wales to like meeting actual people and learning about their religion and what it yeah. means. And you're like, oh, I was taught some wrong stuff. <laughs> like, oh, I might need to go back and uh, yeah. really look at that. Yeah, you do. And, you know, I've been really fortunate that you end up around people that like, I ha I'm, I'm pretty careful and I ask, I go, do you mind me asking questions about mm -hmm. your religion? Because I'd like to learn. If you prefer me just to do my own research, then, then please, please say. Yeah. And, you know, for the most part, people are really happy answer that so i've been so lucky to learn about those things but you're like it does not resemble what i was taught in secondary school uh should we go on to the main topic let's crack in uh, that was a really non-existent segue that, i don't think it needed a segue that was just jumping across yeah that's okay but it does relate to what you said about the wedding it does and having uh, alcohol in there and we've mentioned this before neither of us drink but this is something that i wanted to talk about because Everyone seems to believe this, mm. which is that when you cook alcohol in food, you boil it off yeah. and that it disappears. So it's completely fine to whack a bottle of wine into your beef bourguignon that you've put mm. on the hob for 20 minutes and uh, no problem. Like, cool, there's no alcohol in it. I've cooked it off. I boiled it off. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's not what happens. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is only important for people to understand when what if you're giving food to kids yeah right if you're cooking for your family this is relevant information because otherwise you are intoxicating your children yeah boy if you're cooking food for us uh, or cooking food for <laughs> us that's general right for health reasons so for you alcohol like has a pretty uncomfortable response yes yeah that is. for me trip to any &E. like yeah <laughs> ethical re reasons uh for lots of people choose not to drink religious yep. reasons are obvious lots of religions don't don't allow people to to drink and then they want detoxing from alcohol like um alcoholics that are in recovery and so on don't put alcohol in their food like it's stupid so mm. you know flambeing oh yeah 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 um it's got a great name it does it's flambe. fantastic. flambe something 
uh, that people are always like, well, obviously you're burning off the alcohol because you're like, mm. you're literally setting it on fire. It's on fire. About 75% of that alcohol remains. Well, yeah, of after course. The process. I mean, it, it doesn't take a genius to work this out because they set like shots on fire. Yeah. You're like, the shot's still there. <laughs> <laughs> still there, isn't it? <laughs> like, I watched, I did, just another sidetrack. I watched somebody trying to drink a shot that was on fire the other day at the wedding. It did not go well. Why? What did they do wrong? They were trying to drink it whilst it was still on fire. No, but that's okay. Well, it did not look okay what they were doing. <laughs> they looked like they were about to catch fire. Because you can do that. Mm, they, no, they were definitely about to catch fire. Because the fire... They did it wrong. It was like, it was like, a, fl- like a big old flame. It was, it was essentially like trying to kiss a candle. Okay, like, good, good, good. Like, yeah. you're going to be on fire. I mean, it's pretty dim, isn't it? It wasn't their smartest move in the world i never understood that but uh, but we'll we'll roll with it yeah and so in general if you're just pouring alcohol into into food Mm. and not cooking it or not reaching boiling at all then you're just adding alcohol to your food oh yeah and then uh the other thing i've got some stats for you oh i love a stat i know (laughs) i've hit me with them so if you are it changes slightly if you combine alcohol with other ingredients which most cooking is that makes sense. Right. Yep. I, I like Science. It. For me, it used to be red wine in a beef bourguignon. So I'm going to use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I already have wines. But if you whack that in there, wine combined with something else, yep. in about 15 minutes, about 40% of that alcohol remains. If okay. it's boiled. If it's boiled, which... Not really going to happen. Unlikely, but yeah. So it needs to get to boiling. 30 minutes, you're down to 35%. So you've doubled the amount of time and removed only 5% more alcohol. Yeah. 2.5 hours at mm-hmm. that temperature, still 5% of alcohol left, and three hours in, that's when you hit the point where you've boiled away all the alcohol. Right. Woof. Three hours of boiling. Three hours. So that food is going to taste grim. Yeah, you can, you, can <laughs> make, exactly, you can maintain a temperature that keeps it sort of simmering, and it, yeah. will, it would work yep. from what I can find. So something like a slow cooker... Mm-hmm that you whack on for 12 hours, <laughs> 12 is a bit extreme, but if you do your eight-hour version yeah, yeah. of it, then that, that is that an option. That could potentially get rid of it, yeah. But other than that, we just need people to say, there is alcohol in this food. Yeah. and it, Like, alcohol is just, they're so sneaky and so sly where alcohol goes. Like, I have to be so careful. Even, like, I've noticed in, like, ready meals. Yeah. The the thing I've noticed recently when I've had a ready meal, which isn't that often, but when I'm on tour, for example, ready meals are quite a, quite a useful thing. Vodka. Vodka has been showing up so often in pasta dishes and mm. any number of dishes, actually. And I'm like, for what reason? Yeah. Like, realistically, I'm having a I'm having a delightful uh, M&S ready meal. I, I don't think that extra bit of vodka. <laughs> is going to make it taste suddenly phenomenal. But it might just give you a spike of feeling good and that you associate with the thing. Yeah, po- possibly. Like, possibly. who knows? But you're so right. I find it really strange, right, that they have to, they legally have to tell you what's in there and with, with mm. like, may contain nuts and, and all of this stuff, anything that people might have an allergy to. Whereas technically, we, we're all allergic to alcohol because yeah. it's poisonous. Yes. But they don't have to tell you. Like yeah. it will be in the ingredients, but they don't have to state it. They don't have to state it. And it is, uh, it annoys me. It really does annoy me because I'm like, I have to, because I have to be so careful. And like, 
I, I like I, I feel a lot of sympathy for for people who have nut allergies. Yeah. Um. But it's it because it's it like if you accidentally do it, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. This is gonna be a pain. <laughs> so, I did. I do feel like it's something they should highlight on the packaging, even if it's not like fully highlighted. Maybe just like bold on the ingredients list because yeah, just even up. in the ingredients list, it's like you have to go like searching. And they it. call it different. They call things. it different things, and they sneak it and they hide it in there, and you're like, Pfft. and that that is slightly misleading, isn't it? Mm. Uh, at at best, <laughs> at best, <laughs> at yeah. Best, if, we, if we're giving them the benefit of the doubt, I, I what I've done is I've whacked together some alternatives for cooking. Yeah. So if people are having oh. Bobby or I around as a guest to your house to cook us <laughs> some food. I know Alex Day has said he's going to do this. Yes. He's just moved into a new place. So I'm very excited to go to this new place. It would be vegan food anyway. Which is delightful. Uh, in, indeed. But I, I'm not a huge fan of things like chickpeas and lentils. Mm -hmm. So suddenly a lot of vegan food has disappeared. Well, yeah, you, yours is you're limited. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh God. Um, uh, can we take a hot moment for aubergine and how amazing aubergine is? used to hate aubergine. As an adult, yeah. I've gone, I was wrong. <laughs> Mate, aubergine is elite you that, only love it because the emoji oh man i do love it for the emoji <laughs> i love aubergine where's where do i go that does an amazing aubergine oh have you ever been to flesh and buns yeah with you yes yeah. <laughs> that would make sense uh the aubergine in flesh and buns oh my god what do they do an aubergine burger no 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 we went like somewhere a... else no, that flesh and bun is like just like it's like buns it's not burgers Oh, flesh we, buns like the dim we sum so, type thing. Oh, we went patty we and bun. Patty and bun, that's it, yeah. Yes. Yes, we did go patty and bun. I remember that now. Um, yeah, the flesh and buns, that is fantastic. I Where go, is that? I've been to the one on Seven Dials. Does uh, it always have a massive queue outside it? Uh, not anymore. Not so much. It's it gets very busy, but um, it's hmm. it, yeah, it's fantastic. I go there quite often with Megalouch and Heather. Um and they do this aubergine, miso aubergine, that is honestly one of the nicest things I've ever tasted. Okay. It's Sold. fantastic. And I have become obsessed with aubergine. Sam does this amazing aubergine tray bake that is like game changer. Okay. And well, I want the recipe slash I want to come around and eat it. We'll do it. Uh, both of those <laughs> things. Uh, so, so, yeah. Sorry. I, I've completely taken us off, off on a tangent. But, that, but we love a tangent. Let's, let's hear those alternatives. Most of these episodes are tangents. <laughs> um, so, for people wanting to have a certain flavor in their food, uh, again, if you're somebody who doesn't have these flavors, then some of these are going to feel a little bit odd. You'll be like, why would you want that flavor? But some people use these quite a lot, depends on your culture and background. Yep. Uh, some people really like amaretto flavoring in their food. It's, quite, mm -hmm. it's actually more common than you'd expect, especially yeah. in restaurants. Uh, almond extract yep. just gets you the exact same outcome. That's like a pretty much like yeah. for like outcome. Uh, aniseed, quite common. Fennel extract, yeah. right? Brandy flavor, which is in some quite nice dishes. Mm -hmm. gets a bit complicated, this. Water, yep. grape juice, apple juice, and peach juice in equal mix. It produces okay. about the exact same flavor. Obviously, you don't have quite have the tang, but wow. that gives you the same thing. White grape juice, specifically. Fair. I've used grape juice as a substitute for... White wine? That was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get to wine. We'll get to wine. Yeah. This is a big one. Uh, Cointreau, squeezed orange juice. 
has to be squeezed orange juice, not oh. processed. Okay. Um, and apparently that has the same outcome. Squeezed I haven't tried that one. Squeezed orange juice. No, I've not tried that one. Vodka, like you mentioned. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar and lime juice. Little combo. Yeah. By the way, when I say these, these should be mixed together before you add them to the dish. So you don't put them in the dish and then mix them in because the chemical reaction is different. You mix them in a jug or a mug separate. So make them into one thing and then add Precisely. them. Precisely. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, so apple cider vinegar and lime juice for vodka. Whiskey, nothing. Nothing replicates whiskey. Uh, oh. However, this is an exception to prove the rule. Whiskey evaporates preposterously quickly when you cook it. So it's an exception to all of the others. It's the exception that proves the rule. Right? Okay. You can pretty much add whiskey to something, and within about five minutes, it's gone. Mm -hmm. So that gives you some options. Yeah. Still a bit risky if, you're, um, if it's a religious doctrine. You're probably not going to do that. But you never in there. And then red wine and white wine. Red wine vinegar or white wine vinegar. There is, like, trace, trace, trace amounts of alcohol in red wine vinegar. Yes. Like, trace. But that's the same as a banana but or yeah. a pineapple yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. So you're, like, uh, you're, you're like, there is, there's fine. There, there, yeah, there's, like, trace. If, it, if it's important to you that there's zero, 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 zero. Yeah. Then, but then if, if you're after zero, zero, then you're not eating fruit. Then you're fruit. not eating fruit, yeah. yeah. Like, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of, always some sort of alcohol in a lot of things. Um, and that yeah. is it. It's good. It's good alternatives. Because I love I'm intrigued, beef I'm really intrigued by the water, grape juice, apple juice, and peach juice. That's interesting. That replicates brandy. I yeah. might try that just in a glass just to see what it tastes like. Probably tastes not. When you have them separately, apparently they don't have that yeah. same flavor. But when you add them to a dish, it has the same outcome mm. to the dish. But uh, in general, mix of juice, I'm involved. Yeah, That's I love, a cocktail, I love, Yeah, I love <laughs> You know I love a mocktail. My God. <laughs> my God. I got, I got Sam a Shirley Temple the other day. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> That's old it was school. delicious. What's in a Shirley Temple? Uh, it was essentially like um, it was like cherryade. I think there was like I think it was like lemonade, non-alcoholic grenadine, and a cherry. Okay, I think that's it. But it was delicious, Sold. and it was completely non-alcoholic. So I was like, oh, all right, love that. And, and love that was you, wasted. Sam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was jealous. I, I had something like I had like a diet coke, and I was like, oh. I have made a, a massive error here. Yeah. I should have gone for the Shirley Temple. You're like, good. I am a convert to Coke Zero, but we'll cover that another time. Uh, what do you call a person <clears throat> with no shins? I do not know. Tony. Oh, my God. I did know that. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, so thank you, Maddie, for that one. Well um, done, Maddie. <laughs> thank you for inventing that joke. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us for fit to talk Do not miss our next guest episode when we are joined by none other than Miracle Chance. I will say that when I looked at the script for this bit of the joke at the end, I thought it said, what do you call a person with no shins? Miracle Chance. <laughs> Sorry, Miracle. Uh, <laughs> um, you can find us on social media at fit underscore talk. As always, if you've got any questions you want answered by us, please get in touch. Slip slide into those DMs. I'll be cracking open a nice non-alcoholic beverage. Yeah. yeah. Also, today, Miracle is uh, playing Veronica Sawyer and Heather's in town at the moment. So, yeah, um, she's awesome. Don't miss that. We have a lovely chat. We chat about ghosts. We do chat a lot about ghosts. Don't, don't miss it. No. Uh, and don't forget to leave us that wild. review. Yeah. And if you like what you've heard, we've been fit to talk with me, Stefan. And me, Bobby. And if you didn't like it, we've been Joe Wicks. Peace out. <laughs>